Welcome to Join News at 6. The news is live on Joy 99.7 and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including ATL FM Cape Coast, Might FM Tamalink, Bewa Radio Yendi and Inkligi FM Boli. Get radio, TV and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, Finance Minister Ken Oferiata sticks his neck out for the government's controversial decision to carry out a domestic debt exchange, arguing that the policy was proven to be useful. There's going to be some sacrifices, but I think it's the direction to go. In business. Government aired to update the public on its effort in cutting expenditure and its media budget review. We'll hear from Director of ESA, Professor Peter Korte, who believes the move will help build confidence in the economy. Details on the Joy Business Report. Also Chairman of the Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee of Parliament, waters down claims that the three legal actions currently against the LGBTQ bill will further hinder its progress. We completed our work. We laid a report some months ago and we are ready to take the second region and then we'll do the consideration and then the hula balloons will be over. A later executive secretary of the Ghana Refugee Board says the presence of refugees close to communities near borders poses a security threat as it may attract jihadists. I am Amiesi Nyamiche Thompson. Details and now. Now, Finance Minister Ken Oferiata says the controversial decision by government to carry out a domestic debt exchange has proven to be useful in spite of the concerns raised by some investors and bondholders. The decision to give a haircut to payment of interest on coupons triggered a series of protests, especially by pensioners who say all of their life savings have been locked up owing to the restructured payment scheme announced by government. However, speaking exclusively to join uses foreign affairs correspondent Blessed Suga on the sidelines of the American Independence Day celebration here in Accra. Ken Oferiata says the earlier round of debt restructuring yielded significant results, adding that more sacrifices will be required for the days ahead. It's been quite a dramatic change in where we are. And inflation um, has tapered down from 54 to where we are. I think the currency is a little bit more stable. Um, Treasury bill rates have moved from 35 to maybe 20-something percent. The domestic debt exchange program was very difficult for us as a country, um, but I think the need to do it is being proven. So you can see some stability and we are grateful for that. There's a lot of work ahead and really we need to remain faithful as Ghanaians uh, to push ahead. There's going to be some sacrifices, but I think it's the direction to go. You heard Finance Minister Ken Ofuriata. Meanwhile, the leadership of the Coalition of Individual Bondholders Groups is set to meet the police later today to discuss modalities for picketing at the Finance Ministry to demand outstanding principles and other demands contained in an MOU with government. Convener of the Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana, Senyosi, says they will not back down until their needs are met. I think the government must rethink its posture and attitude to individual bondholders. It is not right, it is not fair, it is actually not reasonable. They can't pay their fees. People are struggling with their health, not of just themselves, their parents and their grannies. You know, it's, it's very, very painful. 
that people keep sitting there with so much confusion, uncertainty. How are we proceeding? We are picketing, and this picketing is serious picketing. We have too many people. We are going to be engaging the police tomorrow to work out the modalities. We have a meeting at 10 a.m. tomorrow with the, with the commander of the, of, of, of the region to resolve the modalities. You had convener of the Individual Bondholders Association, Senyo Jose. Minister of State at the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam, says government owes the Social Security and National Trust Insurance Trust NIT more than $2.6 billion. The answer was in response to a question filed by Tamale South MP Harinai Drisu. Despite this debt, the minister explained that a substantial amount has also been paid to SNIT in 2022. Government's total indebtedness to pension schemes as at end May 2023 is 2,631,855,254 cities, 0.06 pesos, comprising the following. Tier 1, Controller and Accountant General Department Mechanized Payroll, 1,628,859,472 Ghana cities, 0.37 pesos. Tier 1 subvented institutions, 188,597,229 Ghana cities, 04 pesos. Listeners may recall government engaged an international agency, McKinsey, in 2018 to help it show up tax revenue. Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam says $12.2 million has been paid to the agency between 2018 and 2022. Revenue mobilization remains a challenge for us as a country. Our tax-to-GDP ratio averages 13%, which is lower than the average 18% for the sub-region. Therefore, unlocking the full potential of our domestic revenue mobilization is one that is at the core of the President's vision of a Ghana beyond aid. McKinsey was engaged to support our efforts to increase tax revenue over the baseline of 17% year-on-year growth, as indicated in the question, and other interventions to increase efficiency and effective work culture. Mr. Speaker, the overarching target of 17% year-on-year growth was exceeded. Total revenue growth recorded was 28% year-on-year. Mr. Speaker, GRA's total payment to McKinsey over the contract period of 2018 to 2022 was 12.2 million U.S. dollars. Minister of State of the Finance Ministry, Dr. Mohamed Amin Adam. Now that the controversial LGBTQ bill may have been hit again by another legal challenge with the latest asking the Supreme Court to inject Parliament from considering the bill until the matters before the courts are dealt with. But the chairman of the Constitutional and Legal Affairs Committee is hopeful nothing will change. There are currently three separate suits before Ghana's courts against the bill, including the absence of a financial impact analysis as well as concerns about cost on the consolidated fund but mr nyemedu entry remains hopeful about further progress i have not cited any of the rates i am in parliament and uh, 
the race would happen in the court. Okay, but should we be worried that it would affect it in any way? If Parliament has been served, or if there's an injunction, or if there's a, we will only seek the directive of the speaker, who himself is also a senior lawyer, and we'll find out from him what the directive is. The committee we've completed our work. We laid the report some months ago, and we are ready to take the second reading. And then we'll do the consideration, and then the hula balloons will be over. More Burkina Bays are trooping into Ghana to seek refuge following attacks on their communities by armed insurgent groups. So far, the Ghana Refugee Board has recorded 3,200 Burkina Bays in Posiga in the Upper East region. Now, towns close to the border are serving as host communities. However, the Executive Secretary of the Ghana Refugee Board, Tete Padi, explains that the presence of these refugees close to the border poses a security threat as it may attract jihadists into these communities. We have registered about 3,200. When they arrived, most of them were in the host community. In fact, all of them were received by the host community, the host communities along the border. Uh, we have set up a transit center, a reception center. The security advises that their presence in their communities close to the border is a security threat. So Meanwhile, a lecturer in conflict, peace and security at the Kofi Annan International Peacekeeping Training Center, Dr. Victor Doke, warns of humanitarian crisis if government fails to identify asylum seekers. Now, the executive director of women advocacy NGO, Song Taba, is urging traditional leaders to do more to protect women and vulnerable groups in their communities. Her comments come on the back of a 12-year jail term handed two women who beat an old woman, Equiadente, to death on suspicion of being a witch. Lamnatu Adam believes although this will not completely eliminate the practice, it will help reduce it. Community leadership need to take the protection of these groups as a priority, especially our traditional authorities. And for me, I think that is quite a worrying trend, especially if you look at the recent uh, killing of two at Zapalisi, where the woman was lynched at the forefront of the palace. Traditional authority, and for that matter, our chief, need to take the, the protection of women, children, and other vulnerable groups as a key priority in their jurisdiction. And that's it for the bulletin. In our top story, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata sticks his neck out for the government's controversial decision to carry out a domestic debt exchange, arguing that the policy has proven to be useful. I am Amiesi Nyamichet Thompson. Business is next on the Super Morning Show.